Today, um, it is now 8.45 a.m. where I am, and before I got on here, um, I actually got up this morning to write, I usually re- read my daily um, verse of, of today, and I opened up, I have a Knowledge of Life book by Witness Lee, and I decided to open that up today, and Romans 8 and 6 came up. And usually when I go in my Bible, my Bible gives me the verse of today. And when I looked at my Bible, it said Romans 8 and 6. <laughs> so it gave me goosebumps because I'm like, okay, you know, that's kind of weird because I don't know if I'm supposed to, you know, really just talk about that today. And, you know, some some of you guys know that listen to my podcast when I usually get on here, I just talk and talk and talk and talk. But today um, is going to be uh, very different from any other any of my other podcasts that I have talked on. Um, and I hope that someone um, take from it. I hope you use it in the way that it's supposed to be used. I hope I don't offend anybody. I hope that this word will be a blessing and a help to anyone who is going through something similar to this or anyone who, you know, just wants that relationship with God or doesn't know how to or don't have the right people leading them again which my daddy preached about church hurt um so before we go into um everything today I'm going to pray but uh, 
God, we come to you this morning with an open mind and an open heart and open ears, asking you to bless the reader of this word, to bless everyone else who is also listening in on this word, God. God, I ask that you help them, strengthen them up in ways that no one else can strengthen them, oh God. God, we ask that you continue to move in the spirit, oh God. God, we ask that you continue to be the light in the darkness, oh God. God, I ask that you allow me to be able to continue to preach, teach, and constantly be the living word for other people, oh God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So let's get straight into it. So today we are going to do Romans 8 and 6, as I previously stated a little bit earlier when I was talking. So it's Romans 8 and 6. And in Romans 8 and 6, it says, For to be carnally minded is death but also be spiritually minded is life and peace <clears throat> so again romans 8 and 6 says for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace so that is what we've done today romans 8 and 6 so the point that i am trying to make today is are you carnally minded or are you spiritually minded so, for a lot of people that don't know, we're going to start from for to be. What a lot of people don't know, for is used as a function word to indicate, <clears throat> excuse me, an object or recipient or precipitation or desire or an activity. And what a lot of people don't know is when you hear the word for, it can be a lot of emphasis put on the word for. When we say for, we can be using for. Again, as a precipitation, we can be using for as a desire or we can be using for as an activity. Then we have our next word, which is to. To is approaching or reaching. Okay. So again, to is approaching or reaching. Then we have be. Be, which means to exist, used to be with the present. So if we listen to for to be. That's the first thing that comes for it to be carnally minded. Now, if you put all three of those together, to me, I feel that for coming from my perspective can be an activity on anxiety. And two is when you're approaching or reaching and B is something that existed. So are you still existing in that carnally minded or are you still existing spiritually minded? Are you approaching carnally minded or are you reaching carnally minded? Are you approaching spiritually minded or are you, are you reaching spiritually minded? Are you, do you have a desire to be carnally minded or do you have a desire to be spiritually minded? Do you have an activity where you just be like, hmm, I'm going to play with my flesh. <laughs> are you going to have the activity to indulge in things and be carnally minded knowing that this is your flesh and you when you get in your flesh your flesh allows you to do things that is that's very ungodly or would you rather be spiritually minded and have a desire to be spiritually minded so you have to understand when it's safe for to be you have to understand the emphasis that a lot of people put on for to be now, it's a for to be carnally minded. Now, I'm going to explain to you guys what carnally minded means. Carnally minded means refuse to take orders. The mindset on the flesh refuse to take orders from the law of love. It refuses to take orders from God's word. So, as in I say it, 
us, meaning us as people. We refuse to take orders from God's words. We, we refuse to be in our Bible. We refuse to pray to God. We refuse to give it to God. We refuse to think that we can, you know, handle it all by ourselves. We don't see that when we refuse a lot of things and they're coming from a very holy place, we are playing tug of war with our flesh. And it's not good to play tug of war with your flesh because when you get in your flesh, we refuse a lot of things. We are not clear minded and we our eyes aren't open spiritually, physically in emotion to receive anything that God has for us. So when you are carnally minded, it's like, you know, you're stubborn, you're set in stone in this particular part and reason where it's like, you know, OK, I know God's there. You know, I know he's always going to be there. But I'm going to play with fire. So that's that's how I look at it. That's how I take it. You don't want to take orders. You don't want to let let or allow God to order your footsteps. So because you don't want to let and allow God to order your footsteps, you're going to continue to be in this fleshly world. And, it, and, it's, and it's not good to have that carnally mindset because a carnally mindset can get you in a lot of trouble. It can get you in a lot of trouble, especially when you are refusing the things that God has for you, whether it's gifts, whether it's a job, whether it's just something that God has in store for you. And I'm going to say something that my mom told me. And this is based off of carnally minded people, you know, and I have been carnally minded before. And sometimes I still can be carnally minded because I'm not perfect. I sin as well as everyone else sin. So my mom told me that, you know, when you get to a certain point in your life where you're in your deathbed and you get up to heaven, you look in on that shelf and you be like, whoa like you know this is what this is all the things that God had for me but because I was in my flesh and I was spiritually I was excuse me I was carnally minded it's like I missed all these perfect opportunities and I missed so many doors that God opened for me. You know, it's like I had to, I was, instead of me taking a U-turn and repenting and realizing what I did wrong, I continued to be carnally minded and I continued to move differently. So, and then when I say differently, it's in, you know, the sinful way, the fleshful way, tug of war, fighting with your flesh and then you're fighting with, you know, your spiritual side. So... That's what carnally minded means. For it to be carnally minded is death. And I just spoke about that death. You know, when death is the action um, of dying or being killed, the end of life, a person or an organism. So, you know, death is something, you know, heartbreaking. Death is angering. Death is unexpected. But the thing about death is... Weeping only endures one night for joy comes in the morning. You have to understand that, you know, when a person leaves, it's their time to go. And you might cry because I've cried and, you know, I boohoo and, you know, you know, didn't understand, 
you know, why they had to leave so early or we didn't get to spend enough time together. It's a lot that comes with death. But because I know and I'm surrounded around my spiritual family, you know, I know that I have this ball of energy and this light inside of me that knows that I'm going to be okay because I know that God is going to make sure I'm okay. It comes a point in time in our life where everybody has to die. And sometimes it's earlier than what we expect it to be. But when you are in a carnally mind state, your carnally mind state can be a, can be very deathful. It can be deathful because you're you are not understanding the things that come with being carnally minded. You're not understanding that someone or somebody is trying to help you, you know, and because you have been surrounded by others Watch this, your surroundings, your, like but they said, you have to watch your surroundings. When you have people who are surround you and they aren't spiritually minded and they're carnally minded, it's a totally difference. I'm I'm getting I'm getting getting to a little bit more of that. Um, but I say for to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded, okay. But to be spiritually minded. So let's go into spiritually minded. Spiritually minded means having the mindset on spiritual things filled with holy desires and purpose. <clears throat> Let me read that again. Hold on. Hold on. It says spiritually minded. Having the mindset on spiritually spirit, spiritual things, excuse me, filled with holy desires and purpose. So everybody can be spiritually minded. Everybody can be carnally minded, but when you are spiritually minded, you have your mindset on nothing but God. When you are spiritually minded, you have your mindset on nothing but being able to preach, teach, lead the word. So it's like, <laughs> you know, when you are, when you have a spiritual mindset, every single one of us that's in this world, whether you did some, whether you was, a uh, um, uh, you know, whether you was an exotic dancer, whether, you know, you did prostitution, whether you did drugs, no matter what you did in life, every single person has a purpose. You know, all of us have a purpose. And sometimes it takes a person longer to receive the purposes and receive the the good desires and things that God has for them because they are carnally minded. When you are spiritually minded and when you are connected to God and you realize who's in control of your life and you're not blind and you don't have to fight with God, you understand that you are a spiritually minded person. And I'm going to tell you, it's not easy being spiritually minded because you have so many people who attack you and they attack you because they might see i'm not even gonna say might you know my dad say they see how anointed you are but what i have learned you don't mess with god's anointed people you don't do that so what you have to understand is that we play and i play but i'm getting a lot better you know i play carnally minded and spiritually minded sometimes and sometimes I walk away. It's okay to walk away without getting a last word. It's okay to fuss with a loved one. It's okay to fuss with your boyfriend, your wife, your fiance, your husband. It don't matter. It's okay to be like, okay, baby, I love you and walk away. It can be someone out on the street. 
You know, you have to figure out if you want to be a spiritually minded person or carnally minded person. Because in our reality, if you fussing with somebody on the street, you carnally minded. Like, yeah, I want to punch you in your face because you because you're being disrespectful. But then you have to remind yourself that being spiritually minded will actually help you to be able to be so much more in favor with God because God wants to see you do the right thing. And I'm not saying that it's you gonna go to sleep and wake up in the morning and be like, okay, hmm. I'm going to do the right thing. And now, <laughs> as my dad say, you have some people who are so holy and so unthou. And they never did anything in their entire life. And they, you know, sit well for the Lord. And they look well and read well for the Lord. When you see those type of people, my dad always told me to run. So, <laughs> in other words, you know, you're going to have people who may look like they are in tech with God, who may look like they living for God, but they're carnally minded. They just people who are trying to suck you in to that carnally minded headspace because they don't want to see you prosper or be that spiritually minded person that God is calling you to be. And when you are spiritually minded, you are filled with so many holy desires and purpose. And it's a good thing to have those desires because when you have those holy desires, it's nothing. When I mean it's nothing that no one can tell you or it's nothing that no one can be able to get in your mind space. Like my daddy said, you'll be just like a duck. And you know how ducks are able to spin. I mean, excuse me, swim. Ducks are able to swim because and when the water repels on their back, it rolls straight off of them. So that's how they're able to swim and that's how they keep going. And my mom always say when you have a when you have a, a helmet, a protective helmet that God has put on your head. And you guys, I'm learning stuff more and more each day for my family. But when you have a, a helmet on your head and it's a protective helmet for God, a lot of things that people say, no matter how upsetting it may make you and you feel it and you feel this ball of heat in your stomach. Remember, don't go to that currently, you know, that carnally minded person. Stay spiritual. Remember that. Let it just sit there and you might got to yell and scream, but you can you can pray about it. You can pray about it and know that you're going to be OK. You can pray about it and be like, you know, okay, I'm not going to let you get me. I'm going to stay intact with my spiritual side. So when you are so intact with God and you realize that no one can take you out of that spiritual that spiritual mindset and make you get in that carnally mindset, then you'll feel so much peace. You'll feel so much peace. You'll feel so much peace. And... I had to call my dad this morning. My dad was playing around, but I love my dad. I, I love my daddy. Um, yeah, I had to call my dad because um, before I got on here, um, I wanted to make sure that I had the right Hebrew, the right, the right Hebrew word for peace. And my dad was like, Shalom. And I said, Salome. And I'm like, well, daddy, you know, is that right? <laughs> daddy was like, well, daddy was like, you know, okay, you still can, you know, say it that way. So um life um i'm sorry guys spiritually minded is life so when we when we when we think about life let's get back on track when we think about life well let me get back on track when we think about life life is um revealed through the author of genesis when you read genesis that whole entire that whole entire um uh that whole entire what is the word i'm sorry you guys that i'm looking for 
That whole entire Bible section is based off of life and how God created everything. So, when we think about life or living, you know, we think about animals and we think about humans and we think about the plants, the leaves, the ladybugs. Everything that God created is life. So, and when you read Genesis, Genesis, that whole entire book part, that book piece, it talks about life. It talks about life and it talks about how life should be lived abundantly. You know, how life should be very, 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 very good, you know. And then, you know, Philippians 4 and 8, you know, it also says, this is one of my favorite scriptures that my mom um, she allowed me to be able, this is the scripture that gets me through day to day to remind me that I need to stay spiritually minded. And it reminds me that I cannot be carnally minded and get into my flesh. It reminds me that I need to stay spiritually minded no matter what's going on, no matter if I'm depressed, no matter if I'm sad, no matter if I'm angry. This scripture, Philippians 4 and 8, helps me get through every single thing and in philippians 4 and 8 you know it says finally brethren whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are honest whatsoever things are just whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are a good report if there be any virtue and if there be any praise think on these things so when my mom was telling me to read the scripture i didn't fully understand it but then I understood that God wants me to live abundantly, whether I am spiritually minded or carnally minded. He wants me to be to live abundantly. But if I'm being carnally minded, I need to get out of that carnally mind state, no matter if I just went through a breakup. Because when you go through a breakup, you can be carnally minded. When you go through a breakup, you can be spiritually minded. When you go through a divorce, you can be carnally minded. You can be spiritually minded. So... It takes a lot to be able to understand that everything at the end, as long as you do what you have to do, can be a good report. And you have to live your life abundantly. You cannot live your mind always in a carnally mind state. Because a carnally mind state can do nothing but bring death. Because that means that you're just living reckless and you don't care. And you and and you and, and most of the times it's because a lot of people aren't saved, you know, and I know a lot of people don't believe in God, but that's OK, because at the end of the day, whether you no matter what race or ethnicity and I'm sorry, ethnicity you are, you're going to have to answer, you know, to God. So to sum all this up. What I'm going to tell you guys is that what mind state are you in? Are you in a carnally mind state or are you in a spiritually mind state? What mind state are you working towards? You have to ask yourself these questions because sometimes we have to tell the devil to get behind us because the devil can be very bright, bright, bright. He's a slickster. So he would do anything in his power to make you realize that you're not worthy, to make you realize that you're not you, to make you realize or make you feel that no one cares about you. 
So you have to ask yourself, oh gosh, are you carnally minded or spiritually minded? Hey, yeah.